1: Langer says Josh Hazelwood is unlikely to recover from injury in time for the fifth test. England head into day four on seven for two hundred and fifty eight. Johnny Bairstow not
2: out for one hundred and three. Weather's
1: next. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. And You're
2: listening to SEN Track. You kept up to date with course all course, the latest harness, greyhound, and mystery. thoroughbred news right here on S-E-N, S-E-N, SEN Track. SEN Track streaming on the SEN app. We were all there to witness Mackayby Diva claim her third straight Melbourne Cup. Just like the legendary mare, racing will continue to come out on top. But a champion becomes a legend! Makaibi Diva has won it. SEN Track is here. Live racing on SEN and the SEN app. Supporting the owners, trainers, jockeys and racing fans. SEN Track is for the entire industry. Hear it all on your local SEN track. Live on SEN and streaming on, on your SEN app. You're listening to SEN Track. Be kept up to date with all the latest harness, greyhound and thoroughbred news right here on SEN Track.
1: Cloudy day with a light shower or two in Melbourne today, 21. Partly cloudy tomorrow, 24. Partly cloudy on Monday, 29. A shower or two on Tuesday, 27. And for the Henley Everyday Advantage, they don't hide their prices. SEN is your home for this year's Ashes Series.
2: Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagen Every Saturday morning on SEN for The Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy. Download today.
3: Yes good morning welcome to the odds couple apologies early a few technical issues from from our end uh it's a little bit of a covid induced odds couple this week simon o'donnell will join me josh jenkins in a moment simon's having the same issues i'm having i believe but uh yes i'm uh, i'm situated in sunny swan hill at the moment just uh stuck in the dungeon i've uh, come down with uh the same uh, Omicron that seemingly everyone else in the world is going to have to encounter at some stage. So day six of seven for me. So looking forward to beautifully on a Saturday. Luckily, it's, uh, it's a major race day across Australia because... It's not much fun sitting uh, in a house without being able to get out and about. But looking forward to today's show, looking forward to racing across Australia. We've got racing at Caulfield, Rose Hill, Gold Coast as we build up to the Magic Millions. Gawler, Ascot, Werribee, Wyong, Ipswich, Queen Bean, all the way up in Townsville. Glen Innes and then across the Tasman. We'll find plenty of winners thanks to our friends in New Zealand at Awapuni and Kumara. But the two-year-olds trying to sneak into the Magic Millions up there. On the Gold Coast, a little shout-out to Emma Hawkins, Emma and Tom Hawkins, who have got a runner up there in the gold nugget for the two-year-olds. Stupendo was a nice winner on debut at Flemington. So there's plenty of good racing up there at Gold Coast. There's good racing, great racing at Caulfield today on what will be a, a warm and sunny day at the Heath Race. Six is uh, the feature, the Marlene Rogers over the 2,000 metres for the Benchmark 100s. Horses like Hangman, Holbein, Starcaster, and Axel Man will go around. We've got 10 races at Rose Hill getting underway at uh, 25 minutes past 12. And the last of 10 getting underway at 6 on the dot. So a big day of racing up there at Rose Hill. Race 8 is the highlight on the card: The 4X January Cup. Creadierus, uh running around for Godolphin. Mushtajee returns for Australian blood, Bloodstock at Chris Lee's, and we'll speak about them in a moment. They've got more good news uh, aside from just Mustardier returning, but plenty of good racing across Australia today. We'll speak to plenty of our uh, of our experts, Chris Nelson and and, and uh, Jacob Beavis, and we'll have a little look at the uh, harness action as well with myself. We'll see if we can find a winner at tonight's Bendigo Harness Cup. It's a big uh, big group Two event as well, so um, plenty of... Plenty of action across Australia today. We'll work out whether we can get Scoob on the line. Um, he's doing his absolute best, like me, to be uh, to be uh, not phoning in but dialing in from the bush. But, um, let's have a look at some of the news making, or let's look at some of the things making news in the world of racing. And I mentioned that Australian Bloodstock will be excited, as will Chris Lees, because All Star Mile winner Mugatu. He's on, the, uh, he's on the comeback trail from injury. We know that he won the the All-Star Mile and then had a, a significant injury not long after. So he's not far away, which is great news for Australian racing, great news for Chris Lees, and great news for those who are invested in Australian bloodstock. Uh, King Island is another who has suffered their racing season, suffered, it's been postponed. I'm not sure whether it's been postponed or cancelled, but it's certainly... Um, suspended at least due to the COVID um, outbreak. So that's disappointing. Um, hopefully they can get things up and going. Staying down there in Tasmania, Turk Warrior, the boom three-year-old from Tassie. He suffered his first ever de- defeat down there in Hobart at in the Tassie Guineas. Alpine Wolf knocked him off. They've had a few battles, these two. Been watching them run around at Launceston. Well, uh, they, uh, they clashed again. In Hobart, in the Tassie Guineas, and Alpine Wolf got the better. But I think we'll see both of these three-year-olds <clears throat> on the mainland sooner rather than later. They both look above average. They both look like they're talented. We know the form stands up when the Tasmanians send their horses up our way. Uh, apprentice Celine Gordry, she required surgery after a bad fall in the last at Geelong on Thursday. So uh, best wishes to Celine. She suffered a broken arm, which had to be operated on. So we never like to see falls at any stage in thoroughbred racing. So uh, shout-out and thoughts are with Celine after a bad fall, which required her to go under the knife. And I was reading last night, Probabil, the Kiwi mare, the superstar Kiwi mare, who's done great things over here in Australia. She's done most of her great work over here in Oz. She's an outside chance of going to Royal Ascot. So... Um, yeah, that, that 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 would be interesting. We've seen stories about you know uh, incentivised who you know who likely won't go now. Nature Strip, very elegant, going over abroad and uh, and taking it on, but apparently Probabil might be uh, might be heading across there. So that should be uh, something or a storyline we'll follow with interest because it's likely her last racing season upcoming. Now I believe we've got Scoob on the phone. So uh, Scoob, have you got us? Hey Josh, I've got you loud and clear. Beautiful, mate. How are you? A few, few
4: little um, tech issues here uh, up in the bush. You know, you
3: know, we don't move as quickly as you city slickers do, but uh, we'll get there eventually. Well, I'm I'm actually in Swan Hill as well, the heart of the Mallee. So there's not I'm not there's not a lot of city about where I am either. Scoops. <laughs> I'm staring at I'm staring at about 20, uh, 20 acres of uh, what used to be hay. Oh,
4: that stuffs my
3: argument, doesn't it? <laughs> So it's, uh, I don't think it, you can't blame the bush. or you might have to blame the technician. No, no, I, mean, I, I yes, I'm blaming
4: the technician. But you know that technician is about halfway to where you are, and that technician is called me. <laughs>
3: uh, Wait, well, well. Anyway, I
4: I'm well. The past few days is all good.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm well. Yeah, I uh, I certainly won't ever. I uh, won't ever accuse COVID of being a joke because I was knocked fair and square off my feet for a few days. I've bounced back now. I've got one day to go, so um, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling all right. Have you suffered the same challenges? I heard a little whisper you might have suffered the same fate as I did. Yes, mate, we've got a we've got a pretty um, uh,
4: COVID complicated house as they become as um, as cases come in. So we're sort of um, who who gets out when and how <laughs> and all those sorts of things, and then you can't get your hands on our on yeah. the um, uh, the, rat t- the rats, so you know that, that makes it even a little more challenging that you don't know where you are. I've got a couple of tests in our household that have been out for over five days, the PCR test, so you know, we're not sure where all that stands. So we're just sort of living day by day in confusion, but that's probably no different to what
3: I try and cause for the rest of the 350 yeah. days before. Yeah, just a normal just a normal Saturday morning, eight till nine o'clock on SEN track. I would have thought. We're in the same boat, mate. We've um I got tested uh I got tested a week ago, haven't um haven't received my result back, but I did a rapid test as well. So yeah, we're we're the same. I was in at the hospital with my one of the twins last night, getting her checked out because um uh they'll you know, being born prematurely you can't really afford to take any risks. She's positive for COVID. They told me, Oh, we don't see we don't see uh, COVID in, in babies this small, sure enough. She was positive, so um, our uh, our household's the exact same. I'm the first one who who's going to be freed. I'm the first one who went down, so I'm the first one who gets out, and I'm looking forward to... I said I'd go and get the coffee run, but I just might keep driving, mate. I might not come back. I don't know whether I can endure another few days with a house full of COVIDs. No, mate, it's, it, it, it's, it's a tough gig, but um, I think, look, again, we're, we're
4: a lot better off than... Than many, Josh. So we'll yes, um, yeah. we'll ahead. high, not continue, not uh, complain. Set an example and say, come on, let's get on with it. We we must be nearly there because it's um, it's being let run rampant, and uh, uh, we're trying to catch up with the other systems. But you know, let's make the best of what we got. And no, it's a it's a new year. Let's make sure that 2022 is a um, a positive one for us. I love just listening and I'm, I'm genuinely excited about it and don't want the year to rush by. If it stays like it is now, I wouldn't mind it rushing by, but um, <laughs> look, with what you said there about probably or possibly going to Ascot and very elegant, I mean, it, it, it's something that we haven't seen before in that all our five and six furlong greats have gone there before, uh, but we haven't taken our eight and ten furlong horses there. and that, That's the bit yep. that really... Uh, excites me, that we're going to go and take them and, you know, the, the Europeans have always said, you know, guys, you know, we, we send our B and C graders over to win your cups. You know, if we can send a 10 furlong horse and be really competitive uh, uh, against the Poms at their own game, you know, that, that will be such a up for our industry here in, in, in all aspects, just to give the respect of the world that, hang on, suddenly Australia can do, Australia and New Zealand can do yeah, you know, horses not only over five and six furlongs,
3: but also ten and twelve. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, it sort of caught me by surprise when I was having a having a browse last night at what's making news. And you know, it, it, it's not because she's not good enough. It's just not something I'd ever really thought of. So um, yeah, that'll be that'll be something. She's not far. I think she trials she trials either uh, this week coming or the week after, and then she's on a plane to Australia. So she's. She's certainly uh, well and truly on her way to coming back to, to Oz and then and then um, and then hopefully making her way over to over to Europe. They have said that it's likely her last racing season, so hopefully she can she can go out with a bang. So um, yeah, it was uh, exciting to read that, scoop. And it's plenty of good racing happening as well today around the place. So I guess a lot of the focus might be up in Qu- uh, Gold Coast with some of those two year olds trying to do enough to sneak into the uh, into the millions. Well, we're nearly there, aren't they? The Magic Means Day uh, 20 years ago it you know,
4: w- was part of the calendar. Now it's an integral part of the calendar. And, and it, the, the Queensland Racing, you know, it, it's done a magnificent job in, in slotting into that, that, that piece of the puzzle you know, after spring and before autumn and, and yep. really showing or continuing to showcase the greatness of our racing around the country. And that the Magic Means concept is... Has been around a long time since um, Jerry Harvey and Katie Page have taken it by the scruff of the net. It, it, it's gone from strength to strength, and you know it, it, it's something we, we really look forward to now. Wonderful prize money, and um, you know, the sale itself is, is full of um, plenty of action and, and and fun, and everyone's up on the Gold Coast, and well, now we can travel. You know, the good part is that the participation is going to be is going to be full on. And you know, the, the racing, albeit, all uh, um, Mother Nature's having a say again. Because I, I ducked up north for a few days just after Christmas, and I wouldn't have wouldn't have seen the sun for more than three minutes. It absolutely mm. hose down. So there are having plenty of rain
3: along that east coast. Yeah, I don't think things are much better in uh, in Melbourne or Victoria either. Because I saw some photos of some friends. Holiday in Torquay down there, looking for a bit of beach. People from Swan Hill don't see the beach very often, so they've gone down to Torquay to see the beach. Well, they've uh, been greeted with a with a uh, with a new river because the river was flowing down the main street of Torquay last night. So, uh, she's all happening, Scoop. Oh no, no, it certainly is. It, um, it, it'll be a it'll be a
4: ripping day, and it uh, will take a a lot of our focus this afternoon, won't it, Big that But um, yeah, but you know, it's still good racing as we build up here too um uh with uh um with Caulfield i mean there's a couple of good races at Caulfield there this afternoon that i'm looking forward to and and of course Sydney out at Rose Hill where um um we'll be on deck so um you know today's a a, another good day building into our autumn which is bloody you know
3: it's hard to say but it is
4: just around the corner
3: yeah it's unbelievable that's 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 as I was saying with probably she's trialing up because she's ready for the autumn so it's uh crazy so what do you reckon Scoob we are you still running the show here should we take a break and come back and have a look at some of our best bets or how, how are we running this uh how are we running this operation
4: <laughs> we'll, well well we'll have a little break and we'll come back and we'll um Um, we'll we'll, we'll talk to a couple of guests you and I'll keep tin wagging on and I'll try and um, push the right button to make sure I'm working okay (laughs) on the other side
2: Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan every Saturday morning on SEM for The Quaddy. curated tips from the experts The Quaddy, download today
4: Yes, it's holiday ruin here at the Odds Couple. Um, Josh Jenkins joining Simon O'Donnell this morning. No D Taggett, no P Garshagen, but the A teams in, which is uh,
2: very enjoyable.
4: One in Swan Hill, up there in the Mallee and the uh, in the hot country. How hot is it going to get up there today, Josh-O? I
3: think I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty reasonable up here. When, when I say reasonable, it's still going to be in the thirties, but. Um what are they saying about 34 degrees today so that's not too bad we get up to 38 mm-hmm. on Monday for my for my escape from covid lockdown but um haven't had many hot days up here Scoob, so it's been pretty good because um we get we often get the 44s and 45s up here so she can get pretty ugly sometimes Yeah, that no, certainly can a very dry heat up in swan hill not much dry heat
4: up north um but i tell you what, there's been um, plenty of wet up north, right along the east coast. Queensland's had an enormous amount of rain right through the, um, the festive period, and uh, Chris Nelson's been right in the thick of it. He joins us now with uh, all things uh, Queensland racing, and Queensland is definitely racing right in the heart of the Magic Millions Carnival as we speak. And it's a very um, good morning and happy new year to you, Chris Nelson.
5: Yeah, good morning, and happy New Year to you, Simon, and to you, Josh. Uh, hope that 2022 is uh, a good one for all of us and, and everybody listening. And you're right, there's been plenty of rain up here. There's no doubt about that.
3: Man, we, John, we, 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 sorry, Scoo, we lost your best bet last week. Caruso isotope was scratched. What what, what happened there? We're nothing sinister, hopefully.
5: No, just the, the fact that all the rain came. Josh and, and Tony
3: Gollan didn't want to uh, didn't want to have yep. that first
5: up on a heavy 10 track, because he's obviously got uh, bigger fish to fry next Saturday, Magic Millions Day. So he'll run her next week fresh, and she did have a jump out during the week, and she looked pretty good in that jump out. So she's all set to go, but just didn't want to uh, flatten her with that run on the heavy
4: track. Uh, Chris, th- this rain you're getting, it- it's unprecedented. I'm, I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's all coming down from uh, that storm system up north, yeah, uh, you know, I had a few days up north uh, in between Chrissy and New Year, and I, I didn't sight blue sky at any stage.
5: Well, I can tell you, Simon, uh, I don't think we've seen any since. It's been—I just said to someone the other day—I feel for the holiday makers who've been up here since Christmas. They haven't had a sunny day. It's been uh, very disappointing, and yeah, this ex-cyclone set, or tropical storm as it is now—it's it, just if you look at the weather radar above Brisbane. It's just a big blob sitting there, and it's not moving. It's not going anywhere. And we had some places uh, near Gympie that have had 600-odd mils of rain in the last 24 hours. It's just not moving. So it's little little bits of it starting to come down to the coast, and I'm sure some of it's going to hit the Gold Coast today, but nothing like those totals. It's just going to be the odd shower here and there. But, yeah, there's more to come um, further north, that's for sure. And, yeah, I feel for those people that have spent their money on holidays and just had to sit in their rooms,
4: basically. Right, do you, I um, think the uh, Magic Millions two-year-old race, and that's probably the, the, the main one we focus on in, in, in seven days' time, and I know we've got a, a two-year-old qualifying race there today, but it, it seems to be shaping up, um, as it has probably the last three or four years, with not, um, not just a few quality horses, but a really lot of depth.
5: Yeah, look, look. All the um, interest is definitely around uh, around Cool and Gadda, who's the,
4: the favourite,
5: and was uh, was obviously impressive winning at Doombin the other week. But look, we spoke to Ryan Maloney on the punters' Mate up here yesterday morning, and I asked him that question: Do you think, do you think there's uh, something there that can beat Cool and Gatter? And he said, definitely. Oh, I definitely think she's vulnerable, vulnerable. And he's riding uh, Swiss Exile today in race number three, and he's riding Honeypot in race number four. And there's a couple of two-year-olds who who like to win and get their money up. So they can get into the race next week. So you're right, Simon. Today's going to be very, very interesting on a uh, on a Magic Millions
3: viewpoint. Have you got a have you what got you a few like? winners for us, Chris? Oh, what do you like for us? That's right. Scoob and I are of the same him hymn sheet here. We're looking for winners. <laughs> I think we all
5: are. So we'll go with race two, number two, Sir Rocket. He loves this Gold Coast track. He's trained here. Uh this country cup looks ideal for him and he's three from three on soft. So any give in the ground won't be a problem. Ryan Maloney will ride him. I think he's the good thing of the day, race two, number two. You'll probably get uh, at best around evens but I do think there'll be more money for him this morning. So don't dilly dally with that one, but do it responsibly, of course. Race six, number five, Paladas. One for Ryan Maloney again. Uh, Tony Gollum trains this time around. Uh, look, one run back from a break was a good effort. Finished out of the placings but sat three wide, no cover. This is very suitable. It's a quarter of a million dollar class four at set weights. And he gets in really well under those conditions. And he has won on soft ground. So I think Paladas can win also. So the best is race two, number two. Second best is race six, number five. And throw something, race seven, number five, each way, Tamalade in the feature race, The Wave. Another one, he loves the wet ground. If if it got wetter, that would suit Tamalade even better.
4: Uh, I know, of um, the, the course, this, the rating there this morning... Um, Chris, are you thinking there's going to be any sort of change from a track condition point of view?
5: Well, it's a soft six this morning. Uh, looking at the radar, there are definitely some showers around the Gulf Coast. If you look at the Weather Bureau forecast, they're saying zero to two mils. I don't know, looking at the radar, how they can come up with that because you'd think there's more than two mils in what we see now. So I don't think it'll get any better. I, there may be a downgrade if we get some of that rain, but I couldn't see it getting any better on what we see this morning.
4: Okay, Chris, good to start the year uh, with a bang, I'm sure, with race two, number two, race six, number five, race seven, number five, all at the Gold Coast uh, today. Enjoy uh, the carnival continuing up north. Will do, guys. Have a great day, and I'll catch you next week. Good on you. Chris Nelson joining us there, talking all thing Racing Queensland, racingqueensland.com.au for all the news on that carnival as it continues during the summer. Josh, um Chris made uh, mention there of uh, of the um, the weather forecast from the wonderful Bureau of Meteorology. I'm sitting here in central mm-hmm. Victoria. The last three days, we are meant to have had between 20 and 50 mil on Wednesday, uh, 15 to 30 mil yesterday. Uh, sorry, Thursday. 15... No, twenty to forty mil yesterday. Have a guess how much we had? None. Deadly squat.
3: <laughs> no, uh, mil- well, well, if they're ti- if they if they tipping, a, if they're tipping, you know, sound like a, a grumpy farmer too. If you uh, if they're tipping a, a fine and sunny week next week, well, it'll probably buck it down. So no stress. <laughs> but I'll get out the back today take down a couple of dead branches and start building the ark because we'll get flooded next week. There's not going to be any rain. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, a bit frustrating. From a grumpy old farmer to um, um,
4: talking to Chris about the magic minions. But is there such a thing in the in the trots as the magic minions, a, a similar sort of concept?
3: Um, well, I mean, the Vic Bread that we saw on New Year's Eve is probably similar-ish. There's not a, there's not a, so New Zealand used to have what they call the jewels. So that was a prize money earned um, slot in the race. So that, you know, the, the horses in the exact same way as the Magic Millions. The more prize money, the more earned um the spot you get in the race but they've actually canned that that was one of my favorite race days yeah nothing similar over here we are copying the the thoroughbreds with a slot race over in new zealand and one that's planned out here in australia in a couple of years time but no no magic millions concept which which um which is one that's probably worth copying considering how massive it is up there in the goldie Mm, no it certainly is um but what, have you, what what's happening props-wise? What can you give us that might win us a shackle today? Yes, we've got the Bendigo Cup. So, Bendigo Pacing Cup tonight and Cobram Cup tomorrow. I'll quickly rip through the uh, Bendigo Pacing Cup. It's an interesting race. Spirit of St. Louis is the $2.40 favourite with our friends at Sportsbet. Sportsbet. Uh, a visiting New South Wales horse down here for Belinda McCarthy. Jack Callahan, a young young gun, takes the drive. It's got gate two. Not a not a known leader, but might be forced to lead here. Triple eight for Greg Sugars at four dollars fifty. It's a very even race. Um, but I will side with the favourite, Spirit of St Louis. So that's race seven, number two, Spirit of St Louis. I think he's a uh, He's a very, very good horse on the way up for that team. And then, this is not a betting proposition, scoop, but a former New Zealand Cup winner, won over a million bucks, race eight, number seven, Cruz Bromac. First up for, since the 14th of the 11th, 2020. So first up for over a year. We're in 2022, didn't race in 2021. So he's a dollar 35 for the Thrill Seekers, if you like horses first up for 16 months. You can have some of the dollar thirty five on offer, but just tune in at uh ten past ten five past ten this evening, race eight number seven, Cruz Bromac, making his return to the racetrack. But my bet tonight is the favourite in the cup, race seven number two, Spirit of Saint Louis.
4: What what sort of injury would
3: keep Cruz Bromac out for six, would that be a tendon or a knee? What what sort yeah. of injury you know what's yeah, kept him out? Probably no, I don't know exactly what's kept him out. He's been an—he was an injury-prone horse as a young horse, and then um, he became sound and won a New Zealand Cup and a few other Group Ones. But yeah, I, I'd say—you know—I don't know, probably a suspensory or a tendon, yeah, something like that, something similar to to what they uh, what they encounter in the gallops and miss that amount of time. But yeah, it's not uncommon for some of the standard breeds to miss a year, a year and a half. Some of our very best horses, Smolder and Lenny the Shark, missed over a year of their career and come back. I guess they race a lot older. Chris Bromax a ten year old now. So um you know, getting on by by you know, by by no means is he a young horse, but in the in the trots he can probably race for another year or so if his body holds up. Amazing, amazing, isn't it, the longevity you can get out of the the trotters compared to the gallopers. Yeah, well, Destreos is our is our uh, is our star horse for that because um, he uh, he was retired a few times. He ended up having four hundred and forty starts or something ridiculous like that. Raced well, until he was sixteen years old, so <laughs> um, won over a hundred races. I mean, to own a horse that can race a hundred times is a feat. Well, he won over a hundred races, so um, yeah, they don't come much more durable than old Destreos. All right, fantastic, uh, Josh. That's that excellent. Race seven, number two. Race 8,
4: number 7 tonight from a cross perspective. Time for us to take a break. We're back on the other side. Lots more still to come. Odds Couple, first show of the new year. Well, second, but first proper one when you've got the real guys here. Josh Jenkins, Simon O'Donnell. <laughs> Welcome back to the Odds Couple. Great to have you company um, in the new year. A big year ahead of us for 2022. Let's hope it's a, a happy and healthy one for um, all of our listeners out there and... Um, we uh, have a really really enjoyable experience from a track perspective. Talking of the track, let's go to the dog track. Corey Smith joins us from the Meadows with all the news uh, about the dish lickers, the doggies. Um, Corey, nice to speak to you in 2022 for the first time. That's it, yeah, it's good to be back. It's, uh, it's been a good, good New
0: Year's and we've, uh, we've had the Phoenix and we've had the Silver Chief and we're about five weeks away from the Australian Cup, so... It doesn't stop in the Greyhound world, but uh, tonight we've, we've got a race meeting as well that kicks off at 6.37, and uh, we've got a new menu as well at our, in our bistro at, at the track, so it's, uh, it's all systems go, and it's always, uh, it's always a fun time at the Greyhound. Have yeah, you had a look at the menu, Corey?
4: What, what, if you, if, if I was saying, look, you've got you to have what you think is going to be the special on the menu, something that you're going to remember. What is it?
3: I oh,
0: I'm I'm fed what I'm told. I'm not I'm not a fussy eater but I am always uh very partial to a Palmer. There's uh there's a there's a very big part of me that uh is probably built from Palmers and that's my guts. But um yeah, no, our chef's a star and uh, if you wanna come along and, and have a sample of the menu, Scoob, we'll uh we'll we'll make that happen. But uh it's a it's a good race meeting tonight too, so there's there's a couple of there's a couple of dogs I like if you if you want me to uh want me to try and find you a winner so that you can pay for one of these meals if you'd like, Scoop. Well, it's your time, Corey. Go for your life. Beautiful. So, race eight, number four, special talent. Uh, It's not not a massive price. It's around the $2 mark, but I think that's good enough and can find the the arm and go on and lead all the way. And there's also race five, number three, Gracie Bale. It's a bit more of a a price at $4.40-odd, and uh, I think she can lob in behind the leaders and run over the top of them late will do us.
4: So, uh, Corey, let's hope we can uh, get that over the line and uh, you enjoy your meal tonight. And we'll chat to you next week. Certainly will. Thanks, fellas. Have a good day. Good on you. Corey Smith. joining us there. All thing Meadows, uh, the Greyhounds out of the Meadows. What a what a great afternoon night you can have out there with the dogs. Josh Jenkins, if I can uh, just speak to you before we go to Jake Beavers talking about all Tassie racing. If you and I went to the pub and you wanted your specialist meal, the meal you love most at the... Uh, At the Swan Hill, you know, um, soldiers'
3: arms. Yes. What is? Um. What is it? Specialist. Well, I'm hesitant to say a a chicken Palmer, but it's a it's a Palmer at every pub, isn't it? It
4: is. It's the Australian. It's just. It's Australian not to have one.
3: I think the only, the only uh, query is. The folks who call it a palmy versus a Palmer. Now I don't really want to go down, go down this path, this rabbit hole. But uh, I think that's the only query. Any pub that doesn't have a chicken parmigiana on the, uh, on the menu, I'm, I'm, I'm walking straight out. Yeah, no. Close the doors.
4: No, shouldn't,
3: should take away its license. Should
4: take away its license.
3: <laughs> I agree. Right,
4: uh, Jacob Beavis joins us now to talk all things uh, Tassie racing. Uh, Jacob, welcome to you the first time this year.
1: Yeah, good morning, guys. Happy New Year to you both. Hope you're well.
4: Not very well, mate. Uh, what's happening down there?
1: We've had plenty of racing uh, happening over the past uh, week, especially in the in the thoroughbred uh, side of things. But uh, we've got a big night of harness racing tomorrow night in Hobart. Uh, the running of the, of the Hobart Pacing Cup, which is race six on the program at the 10 race card and... Uh, We've got some best bets from our uh, Taz Racing uh, form analyst Jamie Cockshut. He likes uh, in race three number eight Maley J. Eagle, and in race four number eight Bill of Brooklyn. So hopefully those two uh, horses can uh, get up for punters uh, in what's going to be a great night of racing there at Hobart tomorrow night. And Do just quickly, cross, just uh, quickly,
3: ju- just just quickly, Jacob, before you uh, before we let you go, we saw. We saw a Turk Warrior suffer his first ever defeat at the hands of Alpine Wolf, but they're a pair of pretty smart three-year-olds. We should see them up in Victoria at some stage.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I'm not sure if things uh, changed for, for Turk Warrior, but I know that was uh, that was the plan before the Guineas yesterday. And um, Barry Campbell's not quite sure where to take Alpine Wolf, but I know the jockey who uh, who uh, produced a, a splendid ride on Alpine Wolf yesterday, wants, uh, wants Barry to take him over to uh, an Australian Guineas path there in Melbourne. So, uh, yeah, I'm hoping we uh, we see him over in Melbourne, that's for sure, because, yeah, I agree, I think he's a, a very good horse, uh, and so too Turk Warrior, who wasn't disgraced even finishing second.
4: you. great to have a chat. Look forward to chatting to you next week.
1: No worries. See you then. Thank you.
4: Jacob Beaver's talking uh, all things uh, Tassie Racing there. Well, time for us to talk a bit of the... Uh, mainland stuff, we've got Caulfield, of course Rose Hill and the Gold Coast to cover in the next few minutes Josh, so we'll take a break get our skates on and get ready to talk about some wonderful racing this afternoon on track.
2: Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEM for the Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, Download today.
4: Yeah, welcome back to The Odds Couple. Josh Jenkins, Simon O'Donnell uh, with you this morning. And uh, time now to start having a look around the country at some very good racing uh, up and down the the East Coast. Josh, uh, uh, just uh, uh, working on the fly a little bit here, let's go Mm -hmm. to the two listed races, or the two two two-year-old races, I should say, uh, on the Gold Coast uh, this afternoon. Have a look at those for the Colts and Geldings and also for the Phillies. We'll have a look at the listed race at Rose Hill. We'll have a little bit of a spell, and then we'll come back with the Caulfield card, which will still be our main focus for the afternoon. So if uh, we head to the Gold Coast, and the first of those two-year-old races is the Atlas Gold Nugget for the Colts
3: and the geldings over the 1,100. Mm. Uh, race three, what are they telling us
4: in the betting market,
3: Josh? Yeah, the market, The market thanks to uh, Sportsbet, number one stupendo horse I referenced at the top of the show, Small share with a, a few uh, folks down at the Cattery. Uh, Stupendo's $3.50 was a nice winner on debut uh, at Flemington. So it goes up to try and win a little bit more prize money. The, the favourite, though, is the Annabelle Nisham runner. Still a maiden, but Swiss Exile, two thirty-five out to $3.00. So being a little bit friendless in the market, but it still holds favouritism with sports bets. Stupendo, as I said, is the second favourite. Uh, Hell I Am's equal second favourite for Johnny O'Shea and, Na- and Nashra Willer, Hell I Am at 3.40. So pretty even at the top of the market there, Scoop.
4: Yeah, um, tell me a little bit more about Stupendo. I missed your, um,
3: uh, your little briefing at the top of the show.
4: How did you get involved in Stupendo?
3: No, no, no. Just, fr- just friends of the family. Friends of the family. So the wife of wife of big Tommy Hawkins has got to share. Emma, uh, first ever horse. And... Uh, Goes straight to Flemington, wins down the straight on debut and then just uh, heads up to Gold Coast for a for a shot at the Magic Million scoop. So you've been doing this your whole life, but some people just show you how easy it actually is. It's an easy caper, isn't it? It's just the easiest of capers. Life is print pretty much gold
4: racing game.
3: Uh unbelievable. What about the team? So, What, uh, what yeah, about the Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the gold pearl, which is uh, race four. So these two get underway early. So race three for the Colts at uh, 218, and then straight into the next one at 253. The favourite is Exo Lady, unbeaten uh, Philly, three from three, $4.20. Jimmy Byrne takes the ride. Miss Hellfire for the Snowden team, 450. Perfect mission. At 480 and Honeypot at 480. So they're very even races, these one Scoobs. The markets are telling us that, uh, the sports bet market's telling us this is a very even race. You know, $4.20 out to $5.50 separating five runners. So this will be a very even race. I'm not sure what to do with this Phillies race. It's interesting that the other aspect when looking
4: at these races, I think, is and take this Hellfire for example. Um, you know, she's a filly by Hellbent. Now, Hellbent's oldest, I think, in our two-year-olds. And you know, running well in these races when the sale comes next week and there's a number of Hellbents in the sale, it's sort of, um, mm. you you do that, it you know, probably adds 15 or 20%, sometimes 25% to the, to the price of the progeny that then go through the sale. So there's um, not only prize money up for grabs here and a, a little bit of pride when these horses race at the Gold Coast, uh, from a commercial perspective, it, it can be a, a massive fillip if things go right on the racecourse prior to the sale starting.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's uh, there's so many layers to uh, to this Magic Millions uh, race carnival, isn't there? The on the track, off the track, the sales, and um, all those sorts of things. So yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it get underway. I guess unofficially today.
4: Yes, um, but, uh, yeah, only seven days away and the sale starts during the week. It's um, it, it's, a, it's a massive week up there on the Gold Coast. And we'll have it all covered here on SEN Track and SEN uh, right through the week and, of course, the race meeting next Saturday. We're going to take a break, and on the other side, we'll come back and we'll take a look at Caulfield.
2: Finding new winners each and every Saturday morning at every track. The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell, David Taggart and Paddy Garshagan. Every Saturday morning on SEM for the Quaddy. Curated tips from the experts. The Quaddy, Download today.
4: Yeah, make sure you don't miss your numbers. Uh, download the Quaddy app today. You're not going to miss your numbers now as we take a look at Caulfield. Josh Jenkins, let's start at race one. We've probably got to dash through these a little bit, but uh, yep. let's start at race one before we yeah, get to we'll... the
3: Quaddy app. Firstly, we're I... going race six. Absolutely. Race one, Philosopher, an eight hundred thousand dollar yielding is your sports bet favorite. Two twenty into a five. I'll rip through these. Uh race two, the awesome Sun, three seventy into three twenty. Ruru, five dollars into four dollars and eighty cents. That's the race over twenty three hundred and eighty. You can leave me out of that one. Race three, uh Ryuku, four dollars and twenty cents in from five dollars. Lavish Girl, four hundred eighty into four forty. A couple of movers at the top. Marine one is your favourite in race four horse I'm pretty keen on today. 4.20 into 3.20. Looks like it's uh, not turned the corner, but certainly gone to a new level with uh, Ma and Eustace. In the boat for Lindsay Smith, 4.40 into 3.50. Race five is reliable dude. $3 into $2.35. It's been a big mover in sports bet markets. Dirty Deeds 5 into $4.80. So that's what it looks like for the first five on the card, Scoob. And then we uh, get into the quaddie legs. Let's have a look at the, uh, the quaddie, the first,
4: the um, Marlene Rogers handicap, over 2,000 metres, race six.
3: Yes, the favourite is Starcaster, another horse uh, owned by a few friends of mine. Cool. So good luck to Luke Dalhouse and Lockie Hunter and Paul Connors and those involved. It's the favourite with Sportsbet, $5 into 4.20. Linda Meach takes the ride. It was a very good winner at Benalla, uh, a couple back. Holbine at four eighty in from six fifty, so there's, some, there's been some support for Holbine. Dark Dream seven into six, man thirteen into five. But we did lose a favourite Creodirus, or uh, one of the favourites uh It's racing up in Sydney. So, Starcaster, your favourite in the first leg. What do you, uh, what do you like your numbers in the quality there, Josh? I'm chucking in Dark Dream, number two, number four, Holbein, number five, Inner Twinkling, and number seven, Starcaster. It's a tricky race. I just want to be alive after the first leg. The second leg... Sig Positano, 240 into a into $1.90. Been a good move with Sportsbet. Open-minded for the Freedmen, $6 into $4.50. Pretty simple, this one, for me, Scoob. I'm just chucking in number two, open-minded, in case of an upset, and number six, Sig Positano. But I know a lot of people will probably be putting the Paddy Payne runner in one out. He's been having a, a good run, Paddy Payne, of recent times. The stable's on fire, so I can...
4: Understand why there would be plenty of support for Sig Positano,
3: number six. The third lead? Yes, we've uh, got It's Our Time, a horse that's very popular with sports, about 370 into 350. Scorched Earth, five into 360. We've lost Yulong Command, which takes a little bit out of the market. Not much. Calypso Rain, 14 into 10. <clears throat> I'm going with, I'm pretty keen on It's Our Time, number nine. It goes in for sure. Uh, calypso rain number 13 it's in as is scorched earth so just playing the top of the market in the third leg of the quaddie but pretty keen on number nine it's our time okay scorched earth uh, number 15 9 13 and
4: 15
3: final leg final leg uh we're going with a few in this one it's a tricky leg Jezulenko is your sports bet favourite, six dollars into four twenty. Award winner for the team dollars five fifty into five. Dance to Dubai for P Moody, seven fifty into five dollars. I'm going with number one, okay to pay which actually I'm just working out whether it's still in it. Might have no, nah, it's still in the market there at sixteen dollars. Number two, Awapuni Princess. Number three, Cloudy. Number six, award winner, and number sixteen, Jezulenko. So 1, 2, 3, 6, and 16 in the last leg. Looking for a bit of value, Scoop. Okay, the drop. Jenkins, quaddy for
4: Crawfield. 2, 4, 5, 7, 2, and 6,
3: 9, 13, 15, 1, 2, 3, 6, and 16. Your best of the day, Josh. Best bet of the day is race 8, number 9. It's our time, $3.50. Race 3, number 4, Russians for me. Everyone have a great day on the punt. Enjoy
4: uh, the start to the new year. Let's hope it's a winning one.
1: See you next Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC SuperCoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at SuperCoach.com.au.
0: T and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP/01005.